So are we going to do the thing where we're halfway in the middle of a conversation when we're starting the show since Risen isn't here, or... Conveniently, as I immediately started the point, I hit the... Or when the live button went ding and went live. I don't know how wow. it work. I, I guess we are. <laughs> Shit. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Like uh, uh, welcome. To... God, why am I hosting this again? It went so good last time. Uh, uh, this is the uh, NXT Lucha Underground Smackdown... After show, otherwise known as the Mid Week War. So this is gonna be an interesting week because this is uh, kind of a mixed bag. Uh, let's run through all the guests that are here this week. Uh, Mike, how are you? Mad Mike, how are you? Hi, Eamon. I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> this is already going amazingly. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. It's just me and Mike this week. Um, you know, you'd think you'd want some commentating experience under your belt or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, at least it's a convenient week for there only to be two guests, since there was technically two real shows this week and kind of a clip show-esque, like, different kind of show for another show, but we'll get into that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we can start off with uh, with SmackDown, and Mike, uh, SmackDown just wrapped up. Yes, it did. Two minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um so, uh, what is your one word? My one word for SmackDown is... Clap. Oh, brother. <laughs> oh. Uh, I, I want to hear this, but uh, let, let's get into it. Uh, what is your one good thing for SmackDown this week? My good thing is shockingly the New Day. Mm. No, honestly... Uh, there was a match with New Day versus Kid and Cesaro, which, of course, always going to be a good match. That's just going to be a fun match. You know? I, whatever people want to say about the New Day, I like them as wrestlers. Yes. I, I think they're great wrestlers. Just, yeah. Um, but I think it's very odd because Kid and Cesaro have been portrayed as heels almost their entire run so far. Right. And New Day has been portrayed as faces. Yet this match, they were flipped. And... <laughs> New Day cut a heel promo beforehand. Like, Biggie flat out came out and said, You're supposed to like us. Like, <laughs> it was actually really great. Like, the, the, so he's basically like, Vince McMahon infiltrated his body. And was oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was fantastic. It was really, really good. And even on the Kofi Kingston boom drop, he, like, you know, did boom, boom, and he screamed New Day. The crowd scream sucks as he hits the boom drop. I I'm telling you, they went they went from kind of teasing a heel turn on Raw to full tilt boogie. It was they, it was very good. They've been doing it's it's interesting to me because in WWE they've been doing a lot of um, except for with Roman Reigns obviously, but they've been doing a lot of like insert this character as a as a as a as a as a, as a deal. And then basically backtrack and say, like, you're supposed to like us, or you're supposed to think we're cool or, or good or whatever. Like, that's <laughs> happened with the New Day. It's happened with the Ascension. Like, it's a thing they kind of do a lot. And that's kind of telling, I think. But, uh, yeah, but, but Biggie's good enough on the mic where he can actually drive that because he was, oh, yeah. he was the one driving the promo. Uh, no, so, I think Biggie, I think Biggie and, and all that are great. And I, I mean, I. Hopefully, this turn will, you know, at least do something. I, I, it's interesting though to me, because uh, it's, it's just the concept of 
they're getting heat in a sense um, because the crowd doesn't like their gimmick or doesn't, you know, basically thinks that the their whole shtick is terrible instead of, like, being, like, a good heel and, like, getting heat. Like, they're just sort of taking it and... Like, yeah, I, 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 I think it'll work in the end of the day, but um, in the end of the new day. Yeah, I was going um, to say, at the end of the new day, Eamon? Yeah, I, I, I just find it kind of interesting. Um, Honestly, it was, a, it was a good promo, though. Like, that whole segment was just very good. Awesome. So, uh, if you could pick a bad thing for this week's SmackDown, what would oh, be your bad? Oh, can I ever? <laughs> uh, Eric Rowan. Oh, poor guy, though. I know. I know, and I feel so bad for him. Um, They did a promo package for Eric Rowan before his match with Bray Wyatt. Really? Yeah, like a new promo package with new material and stuff. And, yeah, still jobbed. <laughs> like, I mean, it was a longer match, but I, I, I don't know. I want them to do something with him. They, I, I don't get it. I it, don't get it. They never. They, basically, in the we, it's probably been said before on the show, but they never should have broken broken up the Wyatt family. Oh no! And they never show let Wiz Khalifa rhyme with John Cena. But never. You know, they do both those things, Eamon. Uh, yeah, sadly. <laughs> now we have to listen to negative pop that Eric Rowan gets during his entrances. <laughs> it's sad. Um, but yeah. So, what is the one thing you would change about this week's SmackDown? Ah. Uh, I mean, the one thing I would change, I, I won't, I'll give another thing, but I would have given Rowan a surprise win. Mm. I, would, I would have done that because it's not going to hurt Bray Wyatt. He just lost to the Undertaker. But he's the new face of fear or whatever. Sure. <laughs> um, but let's see, another thing I'd change, God, we need to get rid of Cameron. Mm. We, like... I'm surprised Cameron was a referee tonight, considering she doesn't know how pinfalls work. Um, like I, I, I understand she's employed. I, 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 I now I really wanted, I, I really want her to like, like say like Natalia's like choking Alicia Fox on like the second rope or whatever, and her just to count to three and tell them to ring the bell. See, I'd be okay with that. I, I love it's the kind so of that. That's a referee that just doesn't know how wrestling works. Yeah, if she was purposely... Or if she was the referee, but literally not paying attention to the entire match. Like, if she was over in the corner, like, doing her nails or looking in the mirror or whatever. That would be great. That would actually be character development. Because, of course, you would want the other two to beat the shit at each other the whole match. But, uh... uh. I don't know. Also, uh, like, uh, why isn't Summer Rae in this role? Summer Rae's a little bit better. Well, Summer Rae's got to promote the Marine now. Yeah, she's the Marine for damn it. Um, yeah, but uh, SmackDown. Uh, as far as should you watch it, uh, watch up to the end of the New Day, Kid and Cesaro match. So, like, first hour. Yeah, pretty much. Or first like half hour, probably. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, do we want to go into stick it to the WWE round, or? Uh, well, we let's, to... let's let's yeah, actually, because we're both gonna talk about Lucha, so I'll do yeah. NXT. Uh one word for NXT: underwhelming. Mm. For those that, for those that don't know, this week's NXT was not a, an actual 
event of uh, uh, really sorts. It was basically recapping everything that happened WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a couple matches, but most of it was like promo packages, stuff like yeah. that. Which I mean, hey, I, I get it, and, and I guess it's you know kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, my my good thing for NXT uh, was <laughs> that was that we brought back. Adrenaline rush, adrenaline rush, adrenaline rush, adrenaline rush. Yeah, that was really random. I, I was like, are we in 2006? Oh Holy shit. So good. I I love that song. I was so upset when TNA stopped using it. I was excited as shit when NXT used it this past week. I'm like, oh, good. These guys are getting their paycheck. I like, I, I like to go by the theory that Rhino like has the rights to the theme because I think he was in that promo <laughs> package. So he just takes her everywhere he goes. Actually, Adrenaline Rush would be a good theme for Rhino. Yeah, that works. Just in general, like, gore, 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 Adrenaline Rush, Adrenaline Rush. I Um, could see that. He's like the proto-Mojo Raleigh. Um, (laughs) Alright, my bad thing for NXT, I knew the results. Yeah. Actually, no, no, the bad thing is the missed opportunity that they had. Because uh, the Neville... The Neville... Um, oh, who do you face in the uh, first round? Do you face... Who did he face in the first round? Oh, Atami. Yeah. The Neville Atami was match. It, was that the first round? Or yeah. No, it, was it, it was the first one they showed. Yeah. 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 The Neville Atami match was very good. The Balor Breeze match was very good. The finals were very good. All of them were solid matches, but th- there was something I was expecting in the finals match that apparently did not happen WrestleMania weekend. I thought the match that they were showing me was the one where he hit the go to sleep. Right. That's actually the uh, the San Jose show. When yeah. He does it on uh, Tyler Breeze, but yeah. But, he, he teases it, but... But they show him hitting the go to sleep in a video package. But they do make a big deal out of it. To, to I, I know, but the first time we see that on NXT should not be in the confines of a video package. Well, it shouldn't be. I'm, I'm trying to think of the, the of the way they're doing this because from from the perspective of the the San Jose show had cameras for like video package stuff, but it didn't have like a full production. Like, uh, assumingly, because there was no, like, hard cam, there wasn't, like... So these right. weren't matches that were being produced or whatever. I think their theory was that there was going to be more people at that NXT show in San Jose than there was going to be at Access. Oh, and, well, I, I don't judge them for him breaking it out at the show. Right. No, that's fine. That's your, that's the biggest crowd you're drawing for NXT. I totally understand that. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Don't show it on your program. I guess, but don't show it on your program. Like, like it can be a rumor circulating, and he can tease it in a whole bunch of matches. But the first time we see that should not be in like a vine on a video package. It's not like RVD broke out the Van Terminator on a random Tuesday night in Palookaville, New York. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. I do think the big focus of the of them doing it, and the thing that kind of played up in the actual video package was that it went viral. Yes. Everyone was tweeting about it and Instagramming video and all that stuff. Yes. Um, they, they really kind of played that up. And I think the other thing is it 
it, I think it's kind of selling the point of if we do NXT more on the road, mm-hmm. you need to go to these shows because anything can happen. Um, you know, I, I think for people that would be trepidatious, I guess, of going to an NXT house show, it's basically selling like, you know, it, I, I say it's like the equivalent of when they do championship changes at house shows. Like, it's basically telling people, hey, you should go to these house shows because stuff could happen there. Like, it's not just matches for the sake of matches. Yeah, I guess. But I, I don't know. I, I see your bothers, point. Yeah, it I, bothers me if they did that. Yeah, I, I, I can understand that. I, I definitely see your point. But, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Or at least say, or at least say, and here's this. And next week you will see the match in its entirety. Yeah, or and something like that to to at least show us how we got there, you know? Because him hitting one move, because technically that could have been any arena anywhere. I know they said it was in San Jose, but it's not like he's never done the GTS before. Right. You can find a bazillion YouTube clips of Kenta hitting the GTS. Yeah. You can't like, find, you can't find any of Fidel Tommy though. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but I don't uh, it just bothered me no, a little bit. Especially when they teased it so so much in his match with Balor. Mm-hmm. Like so so much. Like the first time he should have hit the go to sleep is on is on NXT show like maybe against a Kevin Owens or a Sami Zayn or something. Yeah. Um, although although Breeze I think makes it look so much killer than you know. Oh Let yeah, me, well, I, that's uh, Tyler Breeze. Uh, he's the unevolved, he's the unevolved form of Dolph Ziggler. So, so uh, <laughs> note, and if I if I step on something you were going to say, I apologize. But uh, in turn with that, one of my best for this week's NXT is uh, basically they follow Hideo Itami's like road to WrestleMania. Ah, oh, damn it! That was... And and seeing him like with his kids, which I, I don't think a lot of people even realize, like he's like a dad. Like that's like. You know, you don't. You just kind of see Kenta as like the you know hard hitting fighter or whatever. Um, but his kids like trying to give the GTS to each other and like messing yeah. with Tyler Breeze is the greatest thing. And it, it was it was awesome. I was gonna say the one thing I would change, and technically it's from WrestleMania. If you're gonna do this whole big package on Hideo Itami, give him a bit more doing the Battle Royal. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little bit more, like. Or make him last a little bit longer so it doesn't look as awkward when Big Show just randomly chucks him out. He did eliminate former NXT champion Bo Dallas. They, they made a point to show that. <laughs> he, he did. By the way, there was a point on the Miz, uh, Miz TV segment tonight where uh, he, Miz was trying to get Miz out to apologize. And Miz went, all you have to do, and he paused, and I just instinctively screamed, is Bo leave? <laughs> I miss Bo. What's happened to Bo Dallas? He came back with Sting that one time, and now he's nowhere. (laughs) He got stung, Eamon. Got stung. (laughs) Um, I was about to say something. I I find it also very weird that, like, they. I I get that they're trying to show, like, this is, like, backstage past or whatever, but it it was an episode of NXT, and they are kind of doing, like,. Like, after the Battle Royal, like, Big Show comes up to Hideo and thanks him and, like, says... That also seems really weird to me. It, I don't know if this is more of, like, Triple H's reality era or whatever, but, like, yeah. it, it was like, you kind of broke kayfabe, like, right on your show. I don't know. Well, I mean, um, yeah, I mean they broke kayfabe all over the map on that, on the little... I mean, it was a great package, yeah. but I don't know. All right, so so let's get to the real Big Show of the Week. Oh, the biggest of the Big Shows. 
No, no, no. he was on SmackDown. <laughs> technically NXT. Technically. Uh, <laughs> Lucha Underground for this week. Uh, I guess we'll both do um, our stuff uh, each. Yes. Um, sure. So uh, my one word for Lucha Underground this week. Up, up. Your una palabra. My una palabra. I forgot it's been Spanish. Um, <laughs> would be the storytelling. Or it's just storytelling, not the storytelling. You get my point. Yeah. How about you? Alright. Uh, Mi una palabra es... Trios. I'm going to say it again. I, I love this trio stuff. I mm. love it. Do you want to go into your uh, good for this, or your, your um, bueno for this week? Uh, sure. Mi bueno es... Um, I love the main event. Mm. Like, the main event, I wasn't expecting... I was expecting Cage to be a part of that, but I wasn't expecting Tejano. Yeah. That was really cool. Like, I I appreciate that, because Tejano's almost been kind of his own little microcosm. With he's been in his own thing with Dorian. Yeah, 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 like, he's been in his own world, but now he's interacting with everyone else in Lucha Underground. So, I, I really liked the whole dichotomy of that whole deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, how, about, how about your bueno? My bueno for this week, and, and there is a lot of good matches on this show, including the main event. Um, you know, the opening trios match is very, like, high-paced and high-flying. But my favorite match for this week was the uh, the Lucha de Apuesta, uh, the uh, the mask versus mask between uh, Sexy Star and Superfly, um, because it's pretty much is everything I love about Lucha Underground, kind of, like, put together in one match. Yeah. Um, I think that they, I, I think integral to this, I, I will say another like kind of side note with that, um, Matt Stryker and Vampiro are really good this episode. Yes. They yes. are. Uh, a li- they slip a little during the Eva uh yeah, stuff. No, that, but, but that's always their slipping point. But in, inadvertently, their slipping point. inadvertently, they were really great during the, the uh, match. I, I, you know, Vampiro just you know putting over the storyline of, you know, the the whole idea of any kind of mask you know match yeah. is usually in lucha libre done from a feud that's like years long you know blood rivalry and Dario Cueto basically just organized this because he doesn't appreciate the you know tradition of lucha libre and you know he just likes to fuck with people pretty much mm-hmm. and then putting over like the aspect like aspects of like he he brought up like the whole concept that like Sexy Star mentioned that her mask is and and the respect and the tradition behind it is one of the reasons like she decided to not commit suicide, which yeah. is something that's brought up in the first ever episode of the show. Like that's amazing. Like mm-hmm. if if Byron Saxton brought that up on SmackDown, Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler would be reaming him for how much of a nerd he is. It's like <laughs> that's amazing. Um. And the other thing that I think I just love about it is people talk a lot, especially in these days, about whole, you know, progressive wrestling and equality. And I feel like this was a case of why Lucha Underground is doing it right. There really wasn't... There, I don't think there was a single mention of the fact that Sexy Star is of a different gender than Superfly yeah. because it doesn't matter. Right. The only thing that... I mean, and I agree with you on all of those... Mm-hmm. It's Superfly. Yeah. He's, he's been a jobber the entire time in Lucha. But even, like, the Lucha Underground... Because I've heard that a lot. Like, even, like, the Lucha Underground jobbers have their place. 
and yeah. they and they still get in a lot more than like regular job. I feel like Superfly is still above like a Ricky Mandel or like a, a famous B. Um, but well, yeah, that's because well, I, technically they're on the same list now because they've all gotten their big breaks from Pentagon. So that's true. <laughs> um, but even like the, that's the thing I love is that you could take you could take that whole storyline, take that match, everything going into it, and replace Sexy Star with a male wrestler, or replace Superfly with a female wrestler, and it wouldn't change anything. Mm-hmm. It's just two people who are friendly and, and have respect for each other being forced into the situation that would cost the other his mask. Yeah. And it's so good. And, and like it's not like the super flashy match, but it's, it's one of my favorites, just because of the storytelling in it. I totally thought Sexy was going to lose her mask. Mm. And I, then, I absolutely thought that I thought it was going to be some kind of bullshit finish or something to do with Pentagon. I I really mm. thought because I mean it is still business if you can take advantage of showing a woman's face if she's you know right sex sells. I mean I hate to say it like that mm. and I'm glad she didn't. I'm glad she won. Yeah, because I I do sexy star is one of my favorite characters in wrestling right now. But I really thought they were going to have kind of a miscue and have her lose her mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I was I was a little concerned about that. But no, I, 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 I thought it was perfect. And and it's one of the reasons I'm very much into Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. So what is your uh what is your um uh, Milo for this week? Yeah, that's Milo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me Milo poor Phoenix. Um, yeah. He did. He did not deserve to be the the sixth wheel in that opening match. That's true. I think like, like you could have had. I don't know. Like you could have just had another luchador come in or someone. I was thinking maybe the closest I would think would be like Arhenis, who we haven't seen in a little while. Yeah, that's. I think that's what I was trying to think of. But Phoenix is so much better than being on a team of. Two guys in a blood feud for a best of five mm-hmm. against three people who kind of, sort of, but don't want to fuck each other. Like <laughs> <laughs> the best way to describe yeah. the son of Abigail Evilise. Uh, well, no, because I mean that. I mean, you know, Evilise kinda. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> like, like Angelica kinda, Evilise no, Matt, uh, son of Havoc, eh, whatever. <laughs> like. <laughs> It was very... Phoenix didn't deserve that spot. I, just, I understand I why he was there. Because he's been in such top storylines. Like, he's challenged for the title. He's, you know, had the match with Mill. Like, I feel like... Like, like it's almost like since Mill Murthis has been gone. Like, where was Katrina? That's a good point, yeah. Like, that. that's what I mean. Like, they're usually very, very good at keeping the flow of everything. And, Fe- like, I didn't recognize Phoenix for a second. Hmm. I didn't recognize him. Granted, I was drunk. It was my birthday. But still, <laughs> like, Phoenix matches, I love Phoenix. Mm-hmm. He had probably my favorite match on Lucha Underground so far with the uh, Grave Consequences. Right. But here he just felt like the little sprig of parsley in in your entree. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I think that's also just the case of those, those multi-man matches. Because mm-hmm. and, and, and like you like Drago and Aerostar had their story, and then the other team I mean, had you theirs. Could so. even, you could have even brought back like um, 
Oh, who's the guy in the beginning, the feud of Chavo? Uh, who's talking Blue Demon? Yes, Blue Demon. He would have been perfect. I, I, I just feel like, in, in that case, you have someone who's more like legendary, like heavyweight sort of guy against these two like fast luchadors. Like, I, I feel like that would be the only like kind of weird part to it. But I, I, I see what you're saying. There's other stuff they could have done. Um, Especially if they're taking the loss, too. Yeah. Like, Phoenix comes off the huge win against Muertes only to get a trio's loss from Son of Havoc essentially winning the match by himself. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, but I mean, you know, uh, again, with Lucha Underground, the complaints are very small. They are very small. <laughs> They're very small. Uh, what, what about what about uh, your Mallow? Uh, the again, because like you mentioned, they are very small. Uh, I went through to a kayfabe perspective of my Mallow. Um, Pentagon Junior is a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. I because it, it was actually really well done because I think Striker like has a line after um, Superfly Unmasked about how this could either be the kickstart of his career or it could be the end of it. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean he's over because he unmasks. Like, he just... Yeah, like Rey Mysterio. Yeah, he'll just continue as an unmasked wrestler. And then or Pentagon Jr. <laughs> yeah, and then Pentagon Jr. comes in and just breaks his arm. Mm-hmm. And he's done. And it's like, oh! Like, All right. Eamon, before, before we get into our change, I have a question about Lucha Underground. I don't think we've explored this. Mm-hmm. If you could pick anyone in the pantheon of wrestling that isn't WWE to be Pentagon's master, who would it be? Oh god, that's a good question. Current current WWE is what you're saying. Well, no, just anyone like that's been in the bigs, because I'm sure it's going to be someone that's someone notable. top level. Yeah, um, it's going to be a notable person. It that's interesting. I feel like. It has to be someone with semi-Japanese influence, mm-hmm. based off of just how much they've played up Pentagon. Um, so somebody in that realm, the closest I can think of is like a Tajiri, just because he, that would make sense of him being like a since he was a very vicious heel. That oh, that'd be really cool. You, you know what I mean? Like he's he's very yeah. much you know hard hitting and, and. I I hadn't even considered the Japanese aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Ray. That's the other one. But, like, but... like that, like because heel Ray Mysterio, something that has not been done. Mm-hmm. Has uh, like uh, unless you count the it, filthy uh, animals. like comedy, like. Well, no, I mean you count Rey the filthy Mysterio. animals because yeah. they were heels, but even Ray was like tentative to be part of that back then. But if you have Ray Mysterio come in like the same fanfare that Patron got, right, and. Have him come in, have him like sit in on commentary with Striker and Vampiro. He can talk about, oh, it's great to be in Lucha Underground. Then he like kicks Sexy Star in the head. Yeah. Or, like does a six one nine where she's like trying to get up or something like that. And Pentagon wins a match against her. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, the deliciousness. Maybe, maybe it would also be like maybe it could be Chavo as well because Chavo's been out for a little while. And they, him and Pentagon had a slight relationship at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel, may, maybe you can go that way. I'm trying to think, because... Like Chavo Classic. Or Chavo Classic. Or <laughs> There's not a lot of Lucha Underground as far as, like, luchador, like, Mexican-style talent. Besides, Ray is the only one that's kind of left that they haven't really picked up yet. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's um, I, I'm interested to see either way. And then they've always, the best part I know 
is I know Lucha Underground already knows who the master is. Oh yeah, yeah. I because mean, they plan. Yeah, like, that's the good thing about Lucha Underground. They know where they're going with like, stuff. Yeah, you can tell, and it doesn't never feels like they're just like doing stuff just to do it. Like part of, part of me thinks it also might be that guy that kidnapped Black Lotus. That could be it. Uh, that was the, that was the other like a more rational answer than Rey Mysterio, obviously. Yeah. If you're gonna bring in Rey Mysterio, it's not gonna be a, be a vicious heel in a mid card feud. That's not gonna be right. how you bring in Rey Mysterio. You're gonna book him against El Patron. Literally right away. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, because you kind of have to. You kind of have to. It's like it's like when they brought him in, they had to put him against Tejano right away. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the guy who kidnapped Black Viper would be good. Definitely. And they'd be like a good mini three-person stable. Definitely. Uh, okay, so going into uh, uh, what would you change? I forgot what the the cameo. You're cameo for this week. Uh... Well, I mean, I kind of alluded to it. I would change out Phoenix from that match. Hell, yeah. put in Pimpinella. Pimpinella would be nice. Pimpinella's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm missing him. Or, Pimpinella yeah. or... or uh, um, him and uh, Masquerita. Yeah, Masquerita would be fantastic. Where is, where is Masquerita, Ben? I miss Masquerita. Because I, I, they were taken out by the crew, so I'm assuming... Yeah, but the crew's not that strong. It's, it's not like they burned a cigar hole in his mask, you know? It's, That's true. They just beat him up. Yeah, yeah. I I do wish. Hopefully that they will come back uh, eventually. Um, my change for this week um, kind of also plays into that. It's and it goes into somebody who also could be a, in my opinion, could be a third in that that trio. Where's El Mariachi Loco? I well, I miss I miss El Mariachi Loco well, so much. Eamon, I'm not sure if you've noticed they've been changing their bands. <laughs> He's playing for tips. Uh, he's trying to be a roadie for each new band that comes in. I mean, that's just that, that's that's the road life, man. That's the road life of a band. Yeah, I, I just want a story <laughs> for El Mariachi Loco beyond Dario Brenneman because he because <laughs> of the Mexican restaurant he goes to. Um, but It'd yeah, be great if one day he was like a popcorn vendor at the temple and someone just fucked with him. I mean, I I, I want more for El Mariachi Loco. That's my only thing. Um, <laughs> But going back to what we mentioned, like it's very hard to pick out things. Yeah. That, you know, that are bad about this show because Lucha Underground is pretty goddamn amazing. Um, so yeah, uh, as far as I guess we can pick the winner for this week is Lucha. Yeah, yeah it's Lucha. Well, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was there wasn't much competition this week. I, I would contend though, even if they had like a regular episode of NXT, Lucha would probably be have a good chance of winning. Stuff. I'll say this. If that NXT that we saw aired on Friday when mm-hmm. it was live and we didn't know who won, that might have won because they were three really good matches. Yeah. Three really good matches. Like, definitely go watch NXT. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely go watch it just, just for the matches. You, and watch the uh, Tommy Road to WrestleMania. It was really mm-hmm. good. And you actually got to see the entrances of the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Which we didn't get to see on the pre-show because Lita was talking about my questions. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, that's um, that is the midweek war for this week. Um, for uh, to check out all the other stuff we're doing on the Sorgatron Media uh, gamut of, of shows, uh, you can go to live.sorgatronmedia.com to watch us every Tuesday uh, for various different shows starting around 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern, 5 Central. 
Um, tons of really fun stuff that we're doing. We're doing stuff like the Midweek Wars. We're doing uh, watch parties. We're doing after shows. Uh, and and yep. I've heard a rumor that the wrestling game show is coming back soon. Mm. I've heard a rumor about this. I, I, I've heard from our champion that he may be issuing a John Cena-like open challenge. I don't know. I don't know. Strictly rumor and speculations, you know, from the dirt sheets. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see if we can get Stardust on that show <laughs> to accept. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, like I said, live.sorbetronmedia.com. Donate to us on Patreon. Uh, by donating to us, uh, uh, you help us keep doing these things. And also, us- if you donate to us, you can basically tell us what to do. I mean, basically. every time we introduce Bo Diggity, we have to woo at the end of it. That's because he told us to. Like, that, that's a thing. We don't want to do it. Keep it's it. A, it's, it, it's it long, but. I was going to say, if you're going to, make sure you keep it into something physically tangible that we are able to do, but we'll tr- do our best to do it. Eamon, uh, that is a very low bar to set. <laughs> <laughs> um, also go to uh, our store ProWrestlingTees.com where you can find uh, t-shirts uh, and merchandise uh, to support us there as well uh, so for Mad Mike I am Eamon Payton uh, Mad Mike 4883 on Twitter Eamon2Please on the Twitter um, and we'll see you guys next time <laughs>